Where Nobody Knows Your Name Season 2 is still filmed in front of nobody. Hello and welcome to uh, Season 2 of Where Nobody Knows Your Name, a Cheers podcast. What are we uh, reviewing today, James? Episode 2 of Season 2, entitled Little Sister, Don't Ya? Released on the 13th of October, 1983. Heidi Palman, writing again. And as we can expect from a Heidi Palman written episode, Reg, well, I was going to say very Carla-centric, very Rhea Palman-centric. Yeah, Carla's in the hospital, giving birth. We. What? That was, that was like a celebration. It's probably sounded very strange. It was like a way, you know. Way! <laughs> so ah. It's customer when someone's giving birth, kind of, you know. So her sister is covering her shifts, but is Annette, Annette yeah. as innocent as she looks? Cliff certainly thinks so. Yeah, Carla um, thinks so as well. And that's, uh, that's the plot. Carla's <laughs> thought to be meek and mild sister is coming to cover her shifts as she gives birth. Genuinely thought... That was Heidi playing Annette. Because the hair was different. It's quite a transformation. Yeah. I thought that. And then when I looked back at the last episode, uh, season one, episode one, Rhea Palman does look quite different between mm. that and uh, season one. I guess that kind of was made that transformation a bit stronger, um, that she did look very different when she was playing Annette. This is an odd one. Yeah. Again. Season two is well, some weird episodes. They were drinking too much when writing this <laughs> I don't know. So Rhea Pillman comes in and plays someone else. <laughs> but I think we can uh, both agree that it's nice to see Cliff in his uh, main role. That was nice. It's the first episode which kind of, but well, it does, have a Cliff story. Cliff's first story, and it really sort of um, gives a nice backstory to Chris. Who's Chris? <laughs> to Cliff and Norm's friendship. And it was really nice to see their interactions throughout this, around ideas of loyalty, trust, friendship, and how they've supported each other through the years. Should we take a moment to talk about the cold open? Yeah, let's go for it. Sam and Diane are discussing a drinks order in their kind of flirtatious way, which implies that the events of last episode meant nothing to her. Yeah, she didn't care about those stuffed toys. Thrown out the window, out of sight, out of mind. She got over them because she's got Sam now. It's not sitting well with me, to be honest with you. We're still not recovered from it. Listen to the last episode to catch up. It's a weird one. They're, they're, They're... Another order kind of thing. That that was it. Just a bit cringy. Staring into each other's eyes, mm. getting closer and closer, and then Coach puts a receipt between their mouths. You think he's <laughs> slow. Coach got ninja reflexes. <laughs> it's all those fast bots. Sam, you're out of this room. <laughs> Coach, we were going to kiss. We were? <laughs> you mind if I do these first? <laughs> There was a lot of jokes like that of Coach this episode, I think, where someone says something and Coach questions as if he was supposed to be there at the time. (laughs) I like it, though. We talk of uh, Coach's ninja reflexes there. We also get to see a little home video from Coach when he visits... uh, Videography skills. Terrible. (laughs) (laughs) What I do like is he remembers what happened as he's watching it. Basically, he went to visit Carla in hospital, does a little home video type thing, and he narrates it. It's very, very Cloverfield. And uh, it's just sort of Coach with a camera going through a hospital, yeah. literally from the door to Carla's room. It's, I don't know why he recorded his, all of it. His misadventures. Yeah, I feel like he ran out of film as soon as he kind of got to yeah. the baby as well. And he goes into the wrong room, <laughs> yeah, he loses the camera. Like, isn't, he goes into a room and they're turning off a light machine. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite dark, really. And just goes, oh, <laughs> sorry, and leaves. Does he offer like a stuffed toy or something yeah. like that? They did not want it. <laughs> no. 
It was a nice thing that they did, though. I wonder who came up with that idea for it, because a bit of a curveball of the episode to do this kind of weird sort of VCR mm-hmm. side story, when a lot was already going on in the episode. Carla is very much a piece of Cheers and of the bar, and I think it was a way to keep her kind of manic aggression mm. in the show, because in that scene, even though we don't see much of her, we do see her shouting at her kids. If we go back to the bar setting then, with um, our new waitress, Annette, she's quite flirtatious. Actually, not really flirtatious, she's just getting a lot of numbers from people. And then accepting their offers. Yeah. And Cliff is one of these people, and after Cliff successfully gets a date, and they see her getting numbers from other people, Sam feels obliged to explain to her, calls her into the office, and that doesn't go into plan. She launches herself at him, which I guess the attraction for Sam runs in the Tortelli family. I thought it was a bit strange that Sam didn't actually say this to Diane. Yep. Coach walks in. And he goes, oh, sorry. He doesn't mention it either. No, he doesn't. It's very secretive in Cheers. Dirty little secrets. Annette's seeing other people. Cliff thinks that they are involved, properly involved and exclusive to each other. And it kind of becomes the burden of Cliff's friends, including Norm, Sam, Diane, Coach maybe, if he is aware of what's going on. Um, we don't know what's going on. To kind of break the news mm. to Cliff. And the news is made even more sort of heavy and poignant as Cliff announces he's thinking of proposing. There's been a lot of jokes made about Cliff and how he hasn't been on many days, but in this episode you genuinely feel sorry for him. Because mm. he's met someone who he knows through Carla, and he genuinely feels something for and genuinely enjoys the company. It's a shame that that isn't reciprocated, necessarily. I thought the joke was going to go the other way, where um, there's been a lot of conversation and jokes from Cliff to Carla, and I thought there was going to kind of be an established point where um, Cliff would realise that Annette is kind of the spit of Carla, uh, and I thought that was going to kind of be the kind of joke, but no, it wasn't. Cliff's heart just gets broken, really. It's a shame. Another aspect of what was Cliff's storyline in this episode is that the perils of his job, because he's testing out a new postal delivery vehicle. We, we said, uh, I think in season, season one, one of the episodes, we said Cliff might be a spy. Well, you know, he's testing out government-issue uh, new technology. It's the Batmobile, isn't it? Pretty much, you know. First-class male. He's a, as we said before, he's a, a now a main cast. Yeah. Getting special privileges. But unfortunately, he, um, what, sprains his ankle? Out of the bar for a while. He returns, and he has a, a nice one-on-one with Norm. I did like the line when he re-enters and he goes, ah, I've missed you guys, except Paul. He has a bit of a tiff with Paul again, doesn't he? Paul's just really critical of Cliff. Criticises the postal service again. Never even been near an accident. Not since you were born. Was that a uh, comment addressed to me, Paul? Oh, no, Cliff. It's, uh, if it were addressed to anybody, you'd probably get lost in the mail. <laughs> if I wasn't wearing this uniform, I'd ask you to step outside. If you weren't wearing that uniform, we'd all step outside. <laughs> Cliff has a lot of respect for his uniform. Yeah. But this kind of banter between his friends, you know, in the in the one-on-one with Norman Cliff, yeah. it shows that underneath all of this sort of jokes and jabs, they're really good friends. And uh, Norm talks to an incident where Cliff really helped him. Uh, or tried to. He said Norm was drinking too much. He still is. Remember, like, uh, when you thought that I was drinking too much and that you felt that I really ought to stop? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. As a friend, I appreciated that. Yeah, you, uh, you didn't stop, no. I decided you were wrong, but... Uh... Norm gets the chance to kind of return that favour by telling Cliff what sort of Annette's been up to whilst Cliff's been out of the bar. And ultimately, they come out at the other end of the, the episode stronger, better for it. Cliff goes through some hard times there. Norm telling Cliff the truth about mm. Annette and 
Cliff kind of understanding and saying yeah. thank you. It was really heartfelt. Something we don't get to see that much. And I think in this season, we'll definitely get to see more of that friendship between Norm and Cliff. Because Cliff has become a main character now. And I think it's something that I'm really excited that they're going to explore more. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's, that's the theme of this episode. It's about loyalty, friendship, and Carla being gone and having a baby. Something else it delved into was sexuality and gender stereotypes. Because as we've discussed, Sam's very much a womanizer, And he is out with, or was out with a woman almost every night in season one. And in... This episode, he seems protective over Annette at first, going, mm-hmm. you know, men in bars, they usually have to one thing, and then once he realises that Annette's aware of this, but is doing it by choice, steps back and just goes, it's up to her, it's not up to me, what mm-hmm. she does with her sex life. It's only when it starts affecting Cliff's emotions where he chooses to step in again. In their one-on-one together, Norman Cliff, Cliff's quite defensive at first, and he says things like, you're jealous or something, because Annette and I are starting a new mm-hmm. life together, and all the magic's gone out of your relationship. It's hard, you know? Yeah. There was other guest stars. Paul Vaughan as Paul. Paul Wilson as Tom. Who is Tom? Paul Wilson was the guy who sang the Bonanza theme. And he's back? He is back. Plays Tom. Name change. Name change? To confuse you. It's twins. Definitely twins. Don't know what happened to his brother, though. Never know, James. No. Jerry Prell as Customer. Not even numbered. Just Customer. He also appeared in Life with Lucy, but is best known for his role as Dr. Hank Steele. Great name. (laughs) In The Young and the Restless, aired in 78 and 89. He, That's quite strange that he had a biggish role in that. Or it's, just a, well, it's kind of a soap opera, isn't it? So, mm. appearing every so often. He also reprised the role in its sister show, The Bold and the Beautiful. And he was appearing in that from 2010 to 2012, quite a bit after. Mm. That's nice. Now, as you said, Kai is having her baby. Do you remember the name of the hospital? No. It's not a trivia question, but it is an interesting point. She's having her baby at St. Elgius Hospital. St. Elsewhere. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly where it is. And in the St. Elsewhere Cheers crossover episode, where some of the cast of St. Elsewhere come to Cheers, hmm. Carlo recalls having her baby at their hospital. So connected, James. So, really, just gone to the St. Elsewhere set. Do you reckon they actually filmed it in there? Coach just going around the hospital in there. Denzel Washington hiding in the background. There's that delivery again, James. It's trivia time. His foot's healed. Special delivery. Government issue vehicles. Got her in no time. We've got a, a, another order for the tap. We do. It is... Canadian Club. Well, that's interesting. That's a type of whiskey, isn't it? I don't know. Well, it is. And that's from Jane's request, you know. We'll get yeah. that. Get some ice for that with you, Jane. Do you want neat? It's interesting you say Canadian Club because this is season two, episode two. Do you remember the last time we talked about Canadian Club? No. <laughs> season 1, episode 2. Was it? Oh, is this the many orders? Yeah, it's when she's delivering to the table yeah. and they switch tables. Who was in that again? Keenan Waynes. Keenan Waynes. Yeah. I'm surprised I remember that. I'm surprised too. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for ordering, Jane. You and Keenan, you can have a lovely Canadian Club together. If anyone else would like to get in their drinks orders... We'll take in requests at Where Nobody Knows Your Name, a Cheers podcast on Facebook. That's right, John. And we've also got a hashtag which you can tag your own posts with. Hashtag WNKYN Cheers podcast. What was that again, James? Hashtag WNKYN Cheers podcast. Start your tab today. I've got a question. Far away. What is Cara's theory behind her child's birth being late? That she's giving birth to a large child. (laughs) (laughs) Am I right? No, that Half would, a point. That would be much too sensible. What Carla has said is she heard about Carla's other children and oh, wanted no. to stay inside where it's safe. I do remember that now. 
after the video that coach sent, you know, don't blame him. Quite a niche little question. What was uh, the hospital room number that Carla was in? 271. James, you fool. <laughs> 401. Of course. No reason behind it. I would have liked if it was 202. 202, that, yeah. Little Easter egg, but it wasn't. Oh well. What is Carla's nickname within her family and why? Oh, Muffin. Yeah. Because head stuck in an oven? <laughs> yeah, it's something similar to that. Carla and Diane had the same yeah. nickname, which was Muffin, because Diane was sweet and toasty. And Carla's nickname was Muffin because her brothers once stuffed yeast in her ears and tried to bake her face. There's no yeast in Muffin, is it? That's, That's the problem. <laughs> That's the problem with that nickname. We talked uh, briefly about the cold open, where Sam and Diane are having a very sort of flirtatious drinks order. What did uh, Diane need desperately? So many things came to mind, John. Sam's body. No. <laughs> it was a drink. Molson Golden Ale. Don't know what it is. It's a light ale, isn't it? They're working, James. I said Sam's a body. Well, she can need it, but she can't have it. It's not very protective. <laughs> the working, John. What is the title of Ernie Pantuso's debut film? Visiting Carla after she had a baby. You're not far off. It's a trip to the hospital to visit Carla and her new two-day-old baby. Catchy. Yeah, clearly been looking at the newspapers for those cinema quotes. A movie the family can't miss. Certainly a family movie, isn't it? There was a lot in that film. There was death. (laughs) That's a short list, John. (laughs) (laughs) Couldn't think of anything else. My final question, James. It's quite an open question. Yeah. In this episode, we saw uh, Rhea Perlman play siblings, essentially. Can you name another sitcom where one actor played their sibling? Uh, Lisa Kudrow in Friends. There you go. Is that it? I was just, I just thought, develop some conversation, some, um, some witty back and forth. Yeah, Lisa Kudrow played Phoebe and Ursula Buffet in Friends. Yeah, I thought there'd be quite a few of them, uh, and the more I thought about it, the more there were. And a good example is Arthur Lowe in Dad's Army, playing Captain Mannering and his brother. And it's an episode where his brother comes back to town. And unlike this episode of Cheers, they're actually both in frame together, through the use of very dodgy blue screen. I was going to say, Dad's Army is an old one, isn't Very it? old. And very dodgy blue screen you <laughs> where you can kind of see the outline of him but you know it, they tried it and I imagine in the day it was very effective wow there's two of him it would be like the social network where everyone thought Arnie Hammer was Arnie but, uh, two yeah, Hammer two, two of them and what I thought was quite interesting as well is in the example you gave as well with Lisa Kudrow they always play kind of like a sleazier version which I thought was a bit interesting if you can think of any more at home some classic sitcom characters who play their character's sibling you know, drop us a message. It'd be interesting to see what you thought. Got another question, James? No, but that was a very good one. Final call of the bar, James. We've already got a drink <laughs> of a Canadian club. What did you think of the episode, James? What did we learn? We learned that Cliff was quite a sweet soul. We learned the depth of his and Norm's friendship. Him and Norm have a good history, a good, yeah. solid friendship. It will carry them through this season and beyond. We learned that Carl and her siblings have a complicated relationship. <laughs> Complicated relationship and all look identical. Yeah, it's like Joey's sisters, also in Friends. <laughs> so yeah, two callbacks to Friends this time. But I think that's the main takeaway from this, you know? Siblings are there and so are friends and friends can carry through. Do you get any sense out of that? Some. That's all we need. Thank you for listening. This has been Where Nobody Knows Your Name, the Cheers podcast. Cheers.